What's going on, y'all? Gazerian 2K back here with uh, the Gust of Wind podcast. My co-host, Steuben. This is episode 29-ish? Somewhere around there? 30-ish? Season 2, 29. Correct. It's something like that. It was, yeah. Um, We've uh, we've surpassed our last season. Last season, we stopped at 20. Yeah, well, I mean, because we didn't start, like, with a with the whole season per se like with the competitive season i guess you can call it and then technically we, maybe we should start a new season of the pod since the prior season is over except for worlds or maybe Let's we should i have over. like 18 guests lined up bro what are you, what are uh, you doing we'll figure, yeah 18 guests no you don't you you might have like next week kind of in the pocket yeah it's basically what it is but still what are you doing man we can't just stop this no, not stopping, but no, never mind. It's just like a... Make sure you tell me you want to sell the pod or something like that, man. Come on. We, we already have. It's too late. We talked about that last week. We sold it. We sold, we sold our souls. It's all over with. Everything's done. It's I, all gone. I talked to a couple people, and they were, they were listening to the pod from last week. They're like, did you guys really sell the pod? You guys can't stop. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa relax. It's okay. We didn't sell the pod. We yeah, just sold we, out. It's we, we sold it to the Shuffle Squad, so now they have three, I mean, po- I'm, they have three podcasts now. I mean... What else do they need, man? It's like a, it's like Disney. Like keep buying, just keep buying up everything and everything, and just absorbing everything in. Okay. Oh my god, I'm only kidding around. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, yeah, all right, whatever. Look, I, I love PJ, but he just he takes everything, man. He, he doesn't leave anything for me. What about me? You have Modob. <laughs> I don't want Modob, man. <laughs> Modob doesn't want you either. <laughs> but now, nah, um. Been busy week this week. Yeah. Uh, you had a convention, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, uh, Youngstown Comic Con came back for the first time in four years, and our store vended. Uh, so it was just just my boss and I, and between setup, teardown, uh, two long, long, long days. Yeah, I'm still exhausted, and I had to like restore the store today. That sounds weird to say, but like put all the merchandise that we took with us back. Oh, okay. Reprice everything and take prices. Do you have any customers come stuff. in? Uh, yeah, I had a couple people, and they were like, "Why? Why is there crap everywhere?" <laughs> but the the people knew what they wanted when they came in, so I was like, "Okay, I can get you that. I have that." I didn't have all the singles put away yet, and uh, back in the display cases and stuff, until a couple hours in, since they were buried underneath everything else. But it was a, it okay. was a good weekend. We had a shadowless uh, slab trio of uh, the the starters from Gen One cell at the con, which was super unexpected. Jeez. So. That well over made the entire weekend just that one transaction. So, so it was worth it. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, I had a lot of fun. So, did you get paid overtime for this? Uh, technically, since I had vacation earlier in the, the earlier in the week or whatever from like coming back from NAIC and just Fourth of July and all that stuff. Uh, no, no overtime since I had a couple. You basically days. just got to. You basically just got to actually make your. Paycheck back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which is fine. That's fine. I mean, it was worth though. And ASC was a blast, man. It was mm-hmm. a good time. Had a lot of fun. We didn't do too yeah. hot, but uh, we had fun. What do you mean we, man? I started off three one. Okay. Well, that didn't last long for you, did it? No. Fresno, I started off four oh two. And that didn't last either, did it? But at Portland, I started off three one one. And that didn't last either, did it? Yeah, I gotta finish. I gotta figure out how to finish, man. I was uh, talking with our group chat this week, and this week I um, went to a couple locals, but I just played for funsies. Uh, we had a challenge, you know, challenges are back now, cups mm-hmm, are back. Mm-hmm. We had a challenge this week. I took my uh, lost box, single prize lost box with the Motres. Um, I did okay. 
I, I didn't get any points, so I took like a tenth or twelfth out of a fifth, close to fifty. So I was yeah. like, okay, could have been, yeah, could have been a lot worse. Um, then I took it somewhere uh, Wednesday, and it was just a regular league night, but they did a best of one, and they did a no, no, it was best of three, but they did a no ties. So everything with the sudden death. My deck's not a sudden death kind of deck. Because my Motris wants to ramp up at the end. So I lost yeah, you gotta, two you gotta, games. You gotta, you gotta let yeah. them be ahead so many turns before it's mm -hmm. uh, a valuable, valuable mm -hmm. attacker. So. Yeah, so I lost. So Wednesday I didn't do too great. Thursday I didn't do too great. And then yesterday I went to league. You know, went to a league and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to have some fun. I've played, so I took my buddy. I've played zero games since we came back so far. So. Bro, you got to step it up, man. You're going to get yeah, rusty. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 there's a cup next week that I can go to within short driving distance. So. There's a couple here next this this weekend. Um, one of them is like three hours away, but a lot of the, the gang are growing, so I think I'm gonna go to that one too. I think, but yeah, I took uh, my buddy hours, yesterday. Three, three hours. hours. Ugh, it's a cup, man. It's uh, a cup. Uh, Fifty uh, points. I can, bro. I can make worlds in my backyard, man. I can. I can make worlds and not leave California. Think about it. I guess I'm too old for this now. <laughs> three hours. No, is I mean, too long for a cup three hours no man no 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 man the grind doesn't stop man i'm trying to get the worlds one day um i just i want i want well first i got a day two but i got to get the worlds man but like i was saying I was, I was trying to figure out how to how to do better with these finishes i start off really hot or you know decent three one is a decent start 402 is a really good start but i can never like finish it man i just uh, i struggle with it like i want to get the worlds when i just wish i had someone i could talk to who like knows like you know the ins and outs of you know competitive pokemon has been doing it for like you know years maybe has a you know like a whole family like involved in the whole situation um another you know maybe a world's competitor someone who's like you know in the top of you know points in the, in the whole entire nation i don't know man i just i can't seem to find anyone who can like like coach me like that if they had like a metafy or were part of like some type of squad of people who shuffle cards i don't know man i just can't find help uh, stop tying that's the advice that's perfect <laughs> I'm glad you're not even phased by his like exasperated introduction. <laughs> but for the people who li are listening and can't see us uh, for the audio, we are joined by none other than Alex Shemansky, the man, Shemansky. the myth, the legend. He's a myth. He he is kind of mythical. He's like a like a like like a Mew or or a Celebi or something like that. Because I've talked to this man for three years online, and I can never I never seen him in person until uh NIC. Sounds about right. Yeah, so I wasn't sure you were like really a person. I thought you were like an AI simulation or something like that, man. Okay. I wasn't sure. Okay, Gazer. I'd never seen the guy. The Matrix call. They want their code back. <laughs> Alex, we appreciate you joining us, man. Um, I talked to you about this a few months back about, you know, being on the pod, you know, being on. And you said, yeah, just ask. So I was like, all right, I'm going to ask. And you were down, man. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're a busy guy. Uh, the coaching, the the playing and everything like that. But uh, thank you for your time, just even being here, gracing us with your presence. I mean, I, and I don't mean that lightly. I seriously mean that. Like, you are – you're a big shot, man. Where, um, how many points do you have right now, CP? How much CP do you have? I don't know. Uh, it's over <laughs> 1,500. That's all I know. And then zero in the new season because I'm bad. But it's fine. <laughs> I mean, the, the new season's like – not even technically a week old yet, so. Oh, but I played in an event. So. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. He's <laughs> because I'm bad. I mean, it's a, it's a time to have a little bit of fun and relax a little bit before Worlds. So I don't I don't blame you for not, like, wanting to push all the way yet. 
yeah, you got your you got your hands full. Your mind's probably on a whole lot of other things anyway. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's all good. So uh, everyone was kind of blown away with NAIC with you for United mm-hmm. Wings. Whoa, 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 bro, bro, you're getting too far ahead, man. Some people don't know who Alex is yet. Okay, all right, Gazer. They don't know him. Yeah, all right. You, clearly, <laughs> well, no, not, clearly, no. You're driving the sleigh, Santa Claus. Take it away. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we're all, I'm, ex- I'm excited about the birds, too. We all are excited about the birds, man. But for those who are, who are listening, you know, not sure who Alex is, Alex, you want to, like, explain yourself, your background real quick? Uh, yeah, I've been playing Pokemon for 13 years. Um, I've been at the top for most of those years. Um I'm also a student full time and I'm starting to become a teacher. So balancing everything is a lot of work. Uh, yeah, I just I play a lot of Pokemon and I go to a lot of school. It's really my life at this point. That's a lot to juggle all at once, honestly. Uh, what, what are you uh, doing in school? Like what's your uh, degree that you're chasing? Uh, I'm a secondary education social studies major. So. OK, OK. That's awesome. Uh, we need more people who want to be teachers and involved in shaping the future of the country because they are <laughs> we need it. overworked, underpaid, and do not get enough recognition for all, all the things they do. Even yeah, you, I even work in the being a teacher's aide. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, paraprofessional. Oh, sorry, paraprofessional. Sorry, sorry, I wasn't technically correct there. Uh, okay it's like a step below a teacher man like if the teacher steps up the classroom i can lead some lessons i can do some things man all right Gazer. i just don't get the big teacher paycheck that's all okay As well, if. <laughs> yeah uh teachers don't get paid enough they don't and i agree with that i agree with that um alex where did the passion for teaching come from uh i mean i don't know if it was ever like it was just kind of what happened because like i've been coaching pokemon for years at this point like i'm good at Mm -hmm. it and i like teaching people um and it's just always like it's always been in the back of my mind just like an option of what i want to do and then everything else felt terrible so i just went with it makes sense i mean and i'm sure you have some attachment to social studies totally too yeah Um, so yeah it's always good to have passion for what you want to be and what you want to do. Definitely can respect yeah, it. The, the traveling thing for Pokemon definitely influenced the social studies thing. Because it's all the different cultures that you get to absorb and see the places, the stories, the people. There's just so much history in all of it. And just the fact that like we're also this giant, like diverse melting pot of people who play this game too. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, I got to say, um, you know, Subin, I coach basketball, too. Mm-hmm. So coaching, teaching, a lot of it's like it ties in. So like, I, I get exactly what you're saying, Alex. Like there's just that that passing on something to someone else. And then when you see them, I, this, this is for me, maybe it's for you, too. When you see them apply that or excel at mm-hmm. something you've been working with, it like it like it feels good. I can't even explain it. Man. No, it feels good. good All right, Gazer. Now, can I ask about United Wings? I mean, I guess. Okay, right. go ahead. Now that I got his permission, what <laughs> what made you land on United Wings for NAIC? Because that was just like out of left field, honestly. I mean, so 
we knew going in that we were losing the loss box. That was like that was a decision we made based on some quite a little bit flawed logic, but we did it. Uh, we only hit five loss box between like five of us, so it was a good decision. Uh, and like it was probably like four days before NAC, and we were just like, what if we just lose the loss box and we don't care? We never test the matchup. We pretend it doesn't exist. And, and I mean, United Wings does that. So we built a United Wings list from scratch. Um, it never actually got built on TCG Live. We built it just in person. Okay. Um, I was spending a day with my friend Alice Crackler, and like it, it just happened. I still don't have a TCG Live export for the deck. It's really obnoxious, actually. Um, <laughs> And, like, we just played games into all the big decks that weren't Lost Box, and it felt really good. Uh, and part of, like, the quote-unquote logic behind United Wings was no one's testing against it. Everyone thinks it's terrible. I mean, kind of fairly, their list early on did kind of suck. Um, so, like, you have the benefit of no one's tested this matchup. No one knows how to beat you. Um and like that came to play, especially in day one. So that's yeah, just something we considered and went with it. Yeah, the surprise factor alone, when you yes. probably flipped over any of those birds at the beginning of a game, they're like, "Uh, what?" <laughs> so, yeah, but like I, I sleeved it up to play a couple of games, and it feels super consistent. It's really fun. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. The Lost Box is not your friend uh, with the birds, <laughs> no. but. No, it's super cool to see something like that just kind of like pop up. I feel like that was the most surprised deck, I guess, that we could say that we saw from an AIC. A lot of agree. people expected like other groups to come out with like something random or obscure or whatever. They thought like maybe Ting Lu would make a bigger presence or whatever, but didn't didn't have the birds on the radar whatsoever. I think no. I don't think anybody called it. I yeah, was uh, my first round. I was sitting next to her. I was sitting next, well, across from a, from your fiance, from Emily Zubin. Mm -hmm. And guy next to me flipped over the Murkrow. I'm like, yo, you're doing it? He's like, yeah. He said, I got enough points for Worlds. He said, I want to have some fun. I said, oh, man, I'm rooting for you. And he proceeded to lose both games. But it was so cool just to see it flip over. And I'm starting to hear rumblings, you know, throughout NAIC, throughout, you know, the the, the day. You know, oh, yeah, Alex Shemansky, the birds, the birds, the birds. You know, everyone's talking about the birds. I'm like, the birds? Like, yeah, Shemansky has birds. I'm like, what? what? What are you talking about? And then I look over on the big screen, you know, later on, and, like, there he is. I'm like, yo, he's doing it. <laughs> uh, who was it in round one? Do you know? Oh, who was it? I don't know. He was right next I'm to me, gonna, though. I'm going to have to look up this information. See who else was cooking the, uh, cooking the chicken. <laughs> it could have been one of our group, though. Could have been. It could have been. How many of you uh, ultimately played it? Uh, there were five of us on the that deck. Okay. Um, one of us played 59 cards at the 60. Made a bad choice, but whatever. <laughs> what was the, the card in question? Yeah. Uh, so we all cut something first. I can squawk ability the night before. Four of us cut Nest Ball, and Michael Bergerak cut the Zinnia's Resolve because he didn't realize how good it was because he played like three games of the deck, which like fair enough, I guess, but so, like, halfway through the event, he's just like, this was a terrible decision. <laughs> like, my mid-game is unplayable. Oh, yeah. yeah. Zinnius feels, feels right. 
especially against like Guardi or whatever. They've got a full bench of stuff they're trying to evolve and set up. It's just like, all right, cool. I'll pitch these two birds and I'll draw right, uh, six cards really and then I'll swing for weakness with my Murkrow. <laughs> so super, super solid though to, to see it pop through. But I mean, you've played like everything this season. It feels like. Uh, mm, I haven't played Lugia or Gardevoir. I mean, that's almost everything else, though. <laughs> between I played a little Palkia, mm-hmm. Vicavolt. Yeah, that, uh, I've been having fun this season with the weird stuff. It's cool to see because uh, I mean, like most people that have high CP this season have played consistently the same one or two decks, mm-hmm. but you've been all over the board with many different ones. So it's really awesome to see that. Um, is there a specific reason as to why you don't want to stick to one deck or do you just feel like it's just cool to make the correct call every week and play something different? I mean, it's not like intentional. Every time I played, like, like every time I tried to play Lugia in one of these past formats, I was just like, nah, this deck sucks. I don't want to do it. Uh, so I would just play something dumb that maybe beat Lugia. And like, I kept translating, like, it just kept happening. Uh, like, I would rather have fun playing stupid things and like steal a top eight like I did with Vicable and like maybe sure I don't top sixteen a bunch of events playing the meta deck, but oh well, like I play fun things that are good and like a lot of my success this season was just like no one knew what to do because I played random stuff that no one tested against. Mm-hmm. Subin, can we like uh, clip this for like a YouTube short, man? That was like a terrific quote right there. I want to live by that quote the rest of my life. Which one? <laughs> All of it, everything. Uh, I get, I get such, a, I get such a hard time with my locals for playing stuff that I enjoy playing. And you know, I'm like, if it's viable enough to get by with, let me play it. And they're like, oh no, Kaiser, it's terrible. If you want to win, you have to play this and this and this and that, or don't play that. But you know, to hear that from you, man, just oh, that feels good. Subin, clip that for us. Okay, Gazer. It's already it's already being recorded. So let's go. Yes, half of your I need wishes. That my life, man. Just just get just get MW on the uh, on the job. Put, put it on a shirt. Have him put it on a shirt oh for me. God. That yeah. whole that whole <laughs> tangent that he said. <laughs> I want a picture of Alex like this. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's not something we can merchandise. Like, I don't think we could do that. <laughs> like, like Alex could do that if they wanted to, but I don't think we technically could do that unless we were given uh, express consent and even then like i think you'd be the only one buying a gazer because that'd be like i would that, that'd be just like a paragraph like a whole shirt. paragraph with him like like that oh, yeah, definitely yeah buy right? oh my god i'd buy Wild. it <laughs> all right so we'll move into our typical first time guest action we do this thing called the six price turn we're going to ask you six random questions that may or may not be related to Pokemon, and you're just going to blurt out whatever the first answer is that comes to mind. It could be about music or food or movies or anything else. So who knows? Whatever whatever random questions. I'm so I've, glad this isn't what I thought it was. What did you think it was going to be? What, yeah, what did you think it was? I thought it was going to be the Whale Lord turn. Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> I looked at this and I'm like, Really? No, no, we're not. We're not. We're not doing that. Uh, no, no, no. We just call it a six price turn right. yeah. for. Good, what, good. I guess. Cards. Used to be called something different, but we got we got a uh, sued for that. Yeah, so. uh, Kevin Clemente sued Gazer uh, multiple times. Uh, he, yeah. call, he called it uh, rapid flow something. And you said to call you said to call it that, and I, uh, I promoted it. But but you got sued. I didn't. So I got sued. I, I have a pass from <laughs> Kevin. You don't. <laughs> So, Gazer, All right, so you, you want to start us off? I mean, yeah, sure, sure, sure. All right. 
Okay. If you have a choice between the three of these things, which one would you prefer? Sweet, spicy, or savory? Spicy. Ooh, that was quick. Why spicy? I just like spicy food. It's just always like, uh, I enjoy spicy food. I always have it since I was a kid, so. Let's go. If I have a choice, okay. I'll do it. Okay. I think I will go with sweet. What about you, Steven? I like spicy, but I also like sweet at the same time. Spicy and sweet, like like chili sauces or whatever, like those sort of like, mm. Mm, oh man, on wings and in pasta too. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, okay, my question for you, Alex. Um, favorite Pokemon or least favorite Pokemon? Uh, favorite's Mew. Least favorite. I don't really have one off the top of my head. Uh. Let's go with something dumb like Charizard. I don't like Charizard. I I'm think, sorry, whoever. No, I just offended with that. I, but I think that's just... super valid. I think that's valid. Dare, dare I say that's a hot take? Because he's a fire Ooh. type. You guys get it? Hot, a hot no, take. No, I got it. Because he's it's a fire type. I, I love me some Charizard. I can't believe that. I mean, I'm I'm an old old guy. So you know, I played you know Pokemon Red and I chose Charmander. I'm like, yeah, Charmander. But man, um, but Mew's a good choice. I'll give you that. Okay. Favorite non-Pokemon franchise in the media? Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, I don't know. Shoot. Uh, it can be an anime, a video else. game. No, I mean, just any franchise. Uh, yeah, whatever you... Whatever, like, is, like, your number two pick below Pokemon. I don't know. Uh... This is bad because I only play Pokemon. I only do Pokemon <laughs> with my life. <laughs> like, there's not a TV series you really like or a movie series. Star Wars, uh, you know, nah, I, I, I'm like Marvel. Vocally anti Star Wars. Okay. Things okay. like that. Uh, All right. Just, I don't know. Uh, I really like Smash Bros. as, oh, as a yeah, franchise. There go, you go. Good, cool. for, good for me. Yeah, that's, that's I spend perfect. too much time. All right. Alex, I'm thinking about when you become a teacher and you're trying to relate to your students. So you like, so you guys like uh, Mudkips or Charizards or anything? <laughs> See, <laughs> that's all you know yeah. about. It's, it's the episode of like, SpongeBob no, where like all he knows is fine diving and breathing. Diving and breathing. <laughs> all I know is Pokemon right? and breathing. <laughs> I mean, it's hey, it's working for him. So I mean, we can let him have that. But yeah, one of the kids are going to be like, "Hey, Mr. Zamansky, um, have you seen a new uh, Fortnite update?" You're like, "What?" Uh... Ooh. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, My question. So that was kind of a question I had in mind, but I have to go a different route. Um, favorite shoe brand? I really don't have one. Uh, not like I'm not that particular about my shoes, honestly. So I, I don't have anything like specific there i'm gonna say nike or something just like sure cool but nothing special <laughs> sure, cool. <laughs> nike cool yeah switch <laughs> a little swish yeah swoosh here we go <laughs> i think that's like the most off the wall question you've asked for one of these gazer i mean these are just random questions right could I, be about I, anything yeah, i know but like i don't think you've ever asked that and like that just doesn't seem like that seems out of like left field well i mean you kind of the question you asked previously was kind of sometimes i was gonna lean mm. towards i was gonna say uh we were talking about Disney earlier and how you know a uh, shuffle squad is turning to Disney and they're taking everything. That's oh, all right. All right. Well, I was gonna mention something now that you, now something now earlier you about have Disney. a giant target on our back for saying that. 
I'm joking. That I met PJ, I can joke about it now freely. I met PJ. PJ's hella cool, man. Yeah, yeah. PJ's yeah, hella so. cool. It's nice to meet someone with less hair than me, so I was happy about that part. Uh, <laughs> where's Passman in the chat when we need him now? <laughs> Calling you bald. Oh, man, okay. I I had a really good question, and now I... I, eh. I kind of have that effect on people, don't I? It's okay. You ruined everything, Gazer. My disappointment... <laughs> You ruined my day, and my disappointment is immeasurable. So this this shouldn't be a surprise to you, man. I do this all the time. You're right. Um, all right, uh, let's go with what is uh, what's your favorite piece of merchandise or memorabilia you have from Pokemon tournaments, trophies, cards, plushies, playmat, anything. Your favorite piece I mean, of Pokemon merch or memorabilia. Favorite like. Accomplishment wise is definitely just the IC trophy. Mm -hmm. Uh mm -hmm. just in general, I really like the world's mm -hmm. Pikachu's. Like uh so like I'm gonna go with the world's Pikachu's as the like the full answer. Okay, okay. Like the uh, stat of the plushies and Yeah. Yeah, okay. I dig it. I dig That's it. That's not the IC cool. trophy. It's gonna be the IC trophy. It's gotta be. It's kinda of boring looking. <laughs> you know, just one and you know, no, not a big, not a big, big deal, deal or eh. anything. No, of course eh. not. Toward who? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, last question from me. Um, and I just had my question and now it's gone. Mm. I hate you, Steuben. I had a question. That's fine. I hate me too. Yeah, that's fair. Um what was my question? It was off the wall again and it was gonna surprise you too. It's probably gonna surprise Alex. It's gonna surprise everyone. Um not to think of something different on the spot, out of nowhere, out the blue. Um, um Favorite color? Orange. Okay, I saved the pod. I did, I did it, Steven. I came up with a question. Pat on the back for you. <laughs> I had a good one, too. It was, it was so random. I was, oh, it was going to be so good. I forgot. But that was the sixth prize turn. Um, see, it wasn't that hard, was it, Alex? No, it was fine. Yeah, well, I think it was, it was harder for Gazer than it was for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had two good questions, and you took one of them, Steven, and you made me forget the other one. So, well, we don't share the questions with each other in advance. So, we used to, and then we stopped doing that. It's more fun this way. I won't lie. It is. It's way more fun this way. So, now we're kind of in like this between season situation. Uh, technically, the new season has started, but you're still prepping to go to Worlds, uh, and you've played one heck of a season. How do you avoid burnout? going to all the events and juggling school and everything else going Man. on in your life? That's the real question. I mean, the short answer is I don't. Um, like, I, I got lucky this season where like I won EUIC and I didn't need points for the rest of the season. So I just skipped <laughs> almost every regional for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like That was my burnout avoidance for the year. Um, but otherwise, like, in a full season full of locals and regionals and like travel it's it's hard to avoid burning out um especially like i've been doing the what top 16 chase for ever since i've been a master basically um ever since it's existed so i've just never not had other than COVID era well like that's different i've never not had like the grind happening so it's like I don't really burn out on Pokemon. I burn out on like 
testing and preparing for events. Like I'll, I'll always enjoy going to the events. It's just whether I prepare for them at all, it's kind of up in the air depending on how I feel. Understandable. Um, Is there like, any? I, I don't really avoid it. Are there any things that you can do uh, to prevent you from feeling that way about testing, other than say playing a goofy fun deck? Ooh. Oh no, that's why I play stupid decks half the time. Like. This is, this is why I play United Wings to NAIC. Like, things like this happen because I play too much Pokemon. Okay. it's uh, <laughs> Everything's made up, but the points don't matter at that point. So, okay, I, I get it. Now, the grind no, that's why, are, uh, yeah. especially that That's testing. why I historically play bad decks at NAIC and Nationals. Because, um, like, I'm either safe or I need to do something stupid, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, just so your, so your brain doesn't melt. I mean, I completely get that. Uh, you, I, don't, I can only imagine because you're 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 good, you're talented, you know, you're great at this game. So I can only imagine, you know, the testing and the hours you put in, and then on top of that, you have to coach, and you know, that, that's part of you know what you do. And this is this is your lifestyle for the most part, and you're a student on top of that. So I can only imagine after a while you're just you're all Pokemon out. I I really shouldn't admit this, but I don't test very much. Um, <gasps> like people would be like horrified to realize how little i tested before at uic we spent most of thursday just playing smash bros on our tv because we didn't want to test anymore like we were just done uh what's your uh, what, what's your main in smash uh i mean uh what do i mean i don't i don't have like a strict main i'm not like good i am okay. not good at the game you're just, you're um, just like playing yeah okay i i'll play joker i'll play shulk i'll play pyromethra like I'll play the stupid characters that are unfair. Um, my friends love me for it. It's great. I like, uh, I like yeah. BDD. No, we play randoms. So like, it's more fun that way for yeah, us. Yeah. Uh, so. so every game's different then? Yeah. Okay. No, it's, no it's like, I don't have test to much. That, that's a shocker. That's definitely a shocker to hear you say that. That is. <laughs> no, like, if you look at my TCG Live or, like, TCGO ladder. Um, I think I've completed two ladders in my life. Um, and it's not like oh, I have some dedicated testing group where we play like hundreds of games together. We sit in Discord and talk. And that's really all we do. Um, like I'll do a lot of theory, but like I won't play like a billion games on a deck because yeah. I don't need to. Like, I was going to say the theory crafting is, is great within itself. I mean, um, I've done there. I've, I've been there and sat there and talked and throwing out ideas and bounce things, bounce things around. And then um, after a while, I might go and test, you know, what we talked about. But a lot of times it's just, you know, should I play this? Should I not play this? Could this work? And so I, I get that. That's that's good. That is kind of shocking, though. So, like, uh, you guys can write this down here. Gusta Wind Podcast has the breaking news. Alex Shemansky hates testing, never tests in his life. Um, it's, 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 it's fact. It's gospel. Write that down. Okay, Gazer. Okay. Look at you. Crack. <laughs> He's cracking up from his own shenanigans. <laughs> Dang. Someone's gonna someone's gonna hear me say that. Take it out of context. Like, wow, did you I guys know. hear about Alex? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been. I'm usually pretty open. How like little I do, like outside of coaching and like outside of playing tournaments. Um, that's why I like league cups and challenges so much. Like, I use them for testing. Like, mm. immediately after locals come back, I top eight a regional. So like, I don't know. Like, cool. Hey, if it works, it works. Can't be mad about it. Yeah, I, I remember hearing on uh, the Pittsburgh podcast that uh, you were able to play against uh, Chuck uh, at one of the, um, oh, what is it? 
uh, uh, Toledo, Toledo area uh, cups. And uh, he, uh, he he said he took a lot away from that and as a learning experience. You beat that man that bad that he went home and thought about it? <laughs> oh, Gazer, I swear. <laughs> I hey, I'm still salty about I'm still salty about Jake, man. I'm still salty. We should just tied, man. If Jake and I tied, if we just won out, we both could have made it in there. No, should just tied. Did you not listen to what what Alex said at the beginning? Never don't tie. tie. Don't tie. <laughs> play faster. <laughs> Sorry, that's just my pet peeve in Pokemon. People play so slowly. Uh, it's definitely apparent uh, at the end of the season uh, with the amount of yeah. ties. Uh, especially like when that Puerto Rico uh, SP happened last month. <laughs> that one was so funny. That, I was watching from home. I'm like, this is so funny. People are so slow. The tirade is so high. Uh, do you have any advice that you could give about people playing slow? Anything that they could do to play faster potentially? Um, or like maybe give an idea of like when you feel like it's time to scoop and move to the next game instead of playing it out? I mean, play faster just like... It's an experiencing kind of and kind of a you don't need to think through like every single action you take. Don't sit there and stare at your comfy with a VIP pass and a path to the peak for five seconds. Like just slap it down and move on with your life. Um <laughs> otherwise just like scoop like managing time with scooping. You if you're prize mapping and you can't win the game, scoop the game. Like don't rely on your opponent being bad. Um like sure, if you're in game two and you lost game one. Rely on them being bad. Game one, don't rely on them making a mistake. Just scoop up your game, go next, finish three games. It's not hard. Okay. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty solid. Just to be like, just just do it. Just just see what happens. I mean, uh, but yeah, relying on your opponent to be bad, uh, it's probably not always a good call. It's a pretty bad strategy. Especially like a you know like a IC or something or like if they're already going to an IC most likely except for NA since it's just so big, uh, like everyone going to you know EUIC and OCIC from outside of those regions, they're taking it very seriously. So mm -hmm. you you should too at that point. You good, Gazer? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Um, now what he's what he's saying is true. Um, I'm in the process of learning when to scoop when to pick up those cards and, you know, go on to the next game. And if I'm struggling and if they're still not set up, I'll give it a turn or two. And then after, if it's, you know, if it's just, they're too far, too far gone, too far set up. It's like, okay, let's go to the next game. I'll go first. It, or, you know, whatever it is. I had a couple games where we both were breaking back and forth and I'm like, no one's doing anything. Maybe I could break through and it never happened. So eventually, you know, they got, I think three energy on their Arceus and they, you know, finally got one attack off. I said, okay, I'll scoop. And I just offer of that. Cause I already knew, they're too far ahead. I, there's nothing I can do about it. So learning that balance is tough, man. It's kind of tricky. To be real with you, Subin, a lot of the stuff that Alex is saying is like, to be real, Alex, free coaching. So this is stuff that we should... <laughs> we, I'm you, Subin, we need uh, to take this stuff, clip it, and set it to the side and put it somewhere and just... This is free coaching, man. When we talked to Grant, really we had the is. same kind of situation. When we talked to Gabe, same situation. A lot of, a lot of these, uh, these, these guys, man, you guys are, are, are brilliant at this kind of stuff. So I just... To get you guys on as guests, I just... I like to listen and just like... You know, in, in my mind, I'm processing stuff like... Yeah, I am. I am going through that. I, yeah, I did do that. So, you know, I'm, it's free coaching for me. So if I'm yeah. kind of out of it sometimes, but don't mind me, I'm. I'm just All trying right. to learn, man. I'm trying to learn. I'll knock on the door, but no one's home. So, <laughs> Gazer's learning. <laughs> He's thinking. All right. So this whole season, 
Uh, it's been a little bit weird. Uh, the rotation shifting the way it did, getting cups and challenges at the last quarter, if you want to call it that, the CP being lowered. Uh, in your opinion, what worked and what didn't work this year? I mean, honestly, looking at the number of invites, it all worked. Um, nothing changed. Like, everyone who, like, played the game basically got an invite if they were, like, good and were trying. Like, um, so, like, what happened is the number looked high at the start of the season, which it was. Like, with no local for 500, obviously unattainable for most players. Like, makes sense. Um, would I find it kind of entertaining if it was 500 with no locals? Yes, but not good for the game. Um, that was obviously like demotivating for a lot of players. So what went wrong is they didn't tell people what, what was expected of them. Um, probably cause they didn't know either. Like they didn't know when locals were coming back. Probably they didn't know what number they wanted. Um, that, that, that makes sense. I mean, you can't predict that kind of thing perfectly especially when you don't know like when and what the locals are um so like that feels bad but it it happens like the season was always going to be a little weird um so like that was kind of within the margin of error i think for acceptability like in the end it worked out like 213 north american players got invites uh top 16 was a little weird but like nothing changed like there's still someone who bubbled like feels bad but Locals don't change. The bubble happens every year. Exactly. Like at the top, locals don't do anything unless someone doesn't attend them. And I mean, it it feels like a waste of time at the top sometimes, but it's really not. Like, just go to the events, get your points. I mean, it's not like that hard to check throughout the year, get three hundred points, and just chalk it up as done. Like, um, so like that worked out fine. Three fifty was a fine number. Um, I, there were like actually more invites than I expected. But, like, I, I think that's just because NAIC hit five twelve and like literally, like five hundred twelve people got it, like points and like, no invite numbers averaged out to like what they usually are. I mean, it worked out. So yeah, you know, the five twelve was kind of kind of high. That was mm-hmm. <laughs> I never. I mean, I've, this is only my first season, but I, you know, my few seasons I've never heard of that. I was like, whoa, that's a. That's uh, I mean, a it was big, the first wow. time we've ever hit it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but no, um, I agree. It all it all worked out for the most part, but I still have to say this was kind of a weird. And it's only my first season, but just based off what I've heard past, you know, it's it was different. Um, oh yeah, it was different. That's yeah, out of nowhere, I mean, hey, we have cups and challenges. Here you go. Um, different doesn't make it bad though. I think no, like, I'm not saying it's bad. No, I agree. Yeah, but even well, like the rotation, just uh, hey, here's a here's a random rotation time. It's happening here now. Here it is. I think that was just it was so different than everything. But it, like I said, it did work out, and it gave us uh, to be real. It gave us so many good storylines, you know what I mean? So many good talking yeah, points, and... things to talk about. Some, you know, it kept interests high in a lot of stuff. It feels like, uh, yeah. I mean, mid-season because no rotation, it did feel a little weird. Just like the format, it's very stale with Crown Zenith being like the only change. Oh my gosh! Sure, Sky Steelstone existed, yay! But like that that for that part of the year felt very slow Tell me about kind it. of painful yeah. from that silver uh, tempest like at that, yeah, yeah that point too we were at the oh point where gosh. like what uh piper had two regional wins but still not an invite at the time and it just felt yeah. weird before that uh cp decrease i get I that. Mean, honestly I, I i don't even feel too bad about like you win two regionals you don't have an invite but you're going to get it mm-hmm. like 
you're going to get it no matter how you slice it if you attend a couple more events like i don't know if that's a fair way of measuring things anymore like the invite is a, like it's extremely obtainable with one top eight at a regional no matter like no matter what the, the cutoff is like the bfl is going to make it obtainable so like you're just going to get your invite if you have a good placement and you keep playing lots of pokemon um if you top eight at the regional what's the cp for that it's a hundred but like Consider, like, if I attend eight regionals and get one top eight and, then, like, six, 256 through 64s, like, that basically means I have seven placements because the top eight counts as, like, 264s. Um, so, like, it just, uh, it makes it very easy to get the, to the, the bar you need to hit. Like, you're basically playing the season on easy mode as soon as you have a good placement. It's a different way of looking at it. I haven't heard anyone say it before. I like that. It really did. Uh, I mean, perfect case in point. Uh, our my buddy Jared in our testing group, he got top eight at Milwaukee, and then after that, he had he had no points before that, and then he he mm-hmm. closed out his world's invite with an AIC in that last quarter. Yeah. So that very very valid to think of it that way. So I get it. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know if uh, you knew this, but Jared's also part of uh, my sponsorship team, Dark Side Games. Oh, is there something else that I need to be aware of, Gazer? Well, I don't know if, you, if you're aware of this, but Dark Side Games Las Vegas Vada is having a, a 3K coming up uh, on July 22nd. What's a 3K? Well, a 3K is your chance to enter into a tournament of, uh, I think, caps off at 128 people. But uh, the winner of this tournament will take home a split, the top split of uh, over $3,000 of store credit. Wow. Where's the closest airport? <laughs> you're going to come from Michigan? <laughs> You never know. <laughs> but no, um, we are sponsored now by Dark Side Games in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Shout out to Josh Hatter and Andrew. Um, shout out to the whole Dark Side crew. I'm heading over there this weekend, matter of fact, to check out things, uh, just just see the store for myself. And then the following weekend, I'll be there for the 3K. I should be casting that. I got to double check and make sure my co-caster is going to be there. But um, there is a 3K going on on the 22nd. Uh, registration is up. If you head over to darksidegames.com, you can find a registration. Um, they also have a Twitter page. Follow them on Twitter. Also, in the upcoming week, July 29th uh, and August 5th, it's, it's pre-release time, man. It's, it seems so wacky to say that, but like, pre-releases are here. Um, when I got the alert about one of our local stores having a pre-release, I was confused. I'm like, what do you mean? We're, we're playing How Day Evolved. It just came out. What, do you mean? what are you talking about? But yeah, Dark Side's game is having a, a three different pre-releases. They, uh, they're doing big things over there, man. Speaking of big things, I don't want to rain on your parade, but... Uh... It's not store credit. It's cash. Oh, it's, it's cash. cash. The, th- the 3K is cash prizing. Cash? Not, not store credit, Gazer. What? They told me it was store cr- cash? It is cash prizing. Also, you can shop at darksidegames.com and use code GOW, that's for gust of wind, 10, GOW10 to save 10% what? off all singles being purchased from Darkside Games. And any. <sighs> Purchases that you make using our code directly supports this podcast. So please consider using that link. We'll be in the show notes and the description and on the Twitch page and wherever else we can put it. So wait, let me go through this real quick. So Dark Side Games having a 3K. That's cash money on July 22nd. And on top of that, if I need any things to prepare for this 3K, I can go over to darksidegames.com, type in code word GOW10, save 10% on my singles, which have, and they have some of the, the biggest selection of singles in the world. Is this true? Yes. <laughs> you didn't match my excitement there, Subin. Come on, man. 
Uh, I, I, yes. I think I think from now on, Gazer, I think you should just let me handle all all, all of the <laughs> the legally stuff. Uh, uh, but you know that's why they they like us because we're we're not perfect. So thanks uh, thanks to them for supporting us and hooking us up with some stuff and taking care of us so we can return the favor. So please, yeah. please, please, if you've been rocking with us for a long time and need somewhere to buy singles from, go check them out. Check out the website. Link in the show notes. Use the code. Please do. Please, 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 please. I'm begging. <laughs> but no, yeah, just when you mentioned Jared, man, that's just seemed like the perfect uh, segue into that. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about the invite structure and, and you know, like Alex mentioned, you get a top placement and you snowball and it worked. It, that's exactly what yeah. happened with Jared. Uh, zero to zero to three fifty in like a three month window. So it just works out. So there's hope for me after all then. Yeah. Cause you have locals for the whole year too. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be crazy. I, I was thinking about that. I was like, man, if they go back to, cause it used to be what, uh, your best eight finishes, right? For a uh, cup yeah, challenges, I, mm-hmm. eight, eight of each. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if we go back to that, my locals have cups and challenges, and we have so many different local stores here. I was like, it's gonna be, it's gonna get wild. Um, I know you can qualify for challenges quicker than you can for cups. Cups takes what three months, four months, somewhere for, around for there. Your uh, le- yeah, for your league to be able to host yeah. them, yeah, you have to mm-hmm. run, you have to successfully run at least two of your three challenges to be able to have cups for your next quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, our store just got the play mats in today, and I sanctioned the the cup for August. Hey, so, yo, congrats on that. Ready to go, rocking and rolling. Congrats. We still have about um five shops, maybe, who are, you know, trying to finish off the last few uh, challenges so they can qualify for cups. But um, we already had three here. Add that five to it. That's going to be eight stores locally, like in a, a 20 mile, I mean, 20 minute driving distance for me to go and, you know, try to farm some points. Yeah, I mean, we don't have any good players yeah, out here in Fresno. Dre? Yeah, what the hell is yeah. Dre? Cra- the crazy, hell? crazy Fresno, whose drone shots for the regional were. Target and Jimmy. You're gonna Jones keep bringing that up. You're gonna keep bringing Jamba that up. Juice. But yeah, you I'm have, just, they, they you have 47 in. Pokemon leagues over seven days. I, I don't. I, I don't get it. I don't. Bro, we uh, have things here. We have we have a zoo. Um, that's okay. about it. We have a zoo. But no, we have things here. They just typed in, you know, landmarks in Fresno or you know places in Fresno, and we have a big shopping center called River Park, and it just the drone just went. Okay, River Park. Here's everything. Here it is. So it picked up the target. It did pick up the Carl's Jr. Okay, I'm, it's there's stuff here though. Man, we're not just every what do you think other we are? regional showed like I don't know a Capitol building or <laughs> like some structures that scraped the sky, uh, you know, or you know a landmark of sorts or something. But no, present. Yeah, here's some retail free free advertisement for Target. <laughs> Target's like yes, they'll come buy our Pokemon cards now. They already do. But no. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, I think uh with locals, you know, come back full force, hopefully this next season, that's gonna be a great chance for a lot of people, you know, to get that chance for invite. Alex, do you feel like the uh three fifty is gonna jump back up or what do you feel what do you think? Oh, it'll be higher than three fifty, yeah. Um and we'll probably hit five hundred again. I mean that that'll be it'll hopefully probably just like a normal season. Um three fifty would be way too low. You'd have so many invites. Um <laughs> imagine. Like right uh i want to like the local invite where you get 500 points off of locals it's not real um i think there might have been like two or three players ever who have done like 500 plus points off locals and i'm one of them um so then it is real like 
I mean, yes and no. Like, I think it was me, Caleb Gadamerick, and some guy I forgot. Um, but like, some guy you forgot. don't rely on locals only for your invite. It's not real. <laughs> you My plan is to the top eight locals, top eight challenges, and go to one regional in Sacramento, which is like two hours away. Boom, worlds. That's yeah. my plan. That, that's uh, that's super obtainable for for most people. It really is though. You it's not it's not a good plan, but it really it could happen. You don't have to necessarily win every league cup either, as yeah. long as you you get some points at a majority of them, and Second you get some points, points, points at regionals. Yeah, I mean it's it, yeah. there's multiple ways to obtain the the yeah, five hundred yeah. points. I, I could even see them considering like five fifty if they really wanted to push it this year. With the uh, the amount of uh, events that we'll have, and I do like that they've kind of like early teased the beginning of the season with like Pittsburgh and everything else too. So uh, I just wish we knew the full season. What? Uh, it would be nice. Uh, we could plan ahead. Uh, I guess blessing and a curse, if you want to call right. it that. Yeah, I'm excited uh, that there's a regional 45 minutes away from my house, but I'm not excited because everything downtown is already screwed up because there's a hometown Steelers game and right. there's a baby metal concert and Poppy and Duran Duran, which, oh man, this is, they picked great weekend for, for Pittsburgh. I said yeah. sarcasm in your voice. Mm -hmm. No, don't stay in Pittsburgh. Stay out of the city, please. And the airport is like still 30 minutes away from yeah downtown so there's a lot of places you can stay out there but uh, and so we already offered to pick me up from the airport is that yeah I'm, I'm gonna pick you up from the airport and leave you at the airport though i was just picking i was just gonna have a sign it's like he came back with the milk finally <laughs> bro chill <laughs> guys dad's back gazer's back my dad's finally here he came back after all these years <laughs> um it's awful i'm awful you are pretty awful. That's it's true. fine. It's fine. All right. Outside the question for you, Go though. Um, so I, I don't know if everyone knows this. Our listeners, but you'll be uh, in Japan. You'll be going to Worlds. I don't know if anyone knows yeah. this or not. <laughs> I'm, seeing, I'm being sarcastic. But no, Um, from what I've been hearing from Worlds is, you know, since it's such a, a smaller number, um, I've been hearing from a lot of different people, ties are not your friend playing for worlds and you just said you just gave us you know your your spiel about how much you you know dislike time um leading up to that what is the deck to play so i don't have to worry about time if i was going to worlds because it doesn't seem like it's lost box or guardy seem like those force a lot of ties don't they uh lost box more so than guardy i think but um his thing about guardy is you're playing the mirror match your games are taking 30 minutes each on average probably so like if you play two games you're playing you're finishing one game um so I'm, I'm using the average pace of players nowadays to say that uh, I would probably finish a match but um, I think day one you obviously you can't afford those ties unless like you, ties are losses unless you don't lose so playing Lost Box or Guardi is like it's a gamble and the other gamble of playing Lost Box and Guardi at Worlds is when you play the BDIF, you generally assume you're going to skill gap your opponent. Um, because like, you, you, you're, you're assuming you're going to be better than your opponent when you play the BDIF because you're playing lots of mirror matches. Um, so, like, that's harder to do at Worlds because, in theory, 
they're all good players. Um, like, especially day one, like, you might get away with just skill gapping a few players. Like, uh, like probably some players could get away with it, but day two, you can't do that at all. Um, and, like, playing a deck that ties is risky, but only if, like, you don't gentlemen's agreement. Um, like we we definitely see a lot of more gentlemen's agreements show up at worlds. We also see a lot more broken at worlds because there's more of them. Because um, no one wants to honor the agreement they lose. <laughs> um, but like I would generally stick to a deck like Mew. Um, Mew's fast. That it's also not a great play, um, but. It's a fast deck. You finish your games. Um, Lugia is like okay. Lugia is an okay play. I, I'm not sure. Um, I, I don't like Lugia ever. I never have. Um, <laughs> Guardi is also an okay play because I said you. I mean, you're either not finishing your matches or you're winning two zero. Um, and if you lose, you well, you tie probably unless you're good at scooping. Um, what about Arceus? Arceus is like. I mean, there's too many different variants to say, like, off the top. Arcdura is a very mediocre day one play, I think, because mm-hmm. its best two matchups, quote-unquote best, are Lost Fox and Guardi. And in theory, people aren't playing those decks. Um, Arcina is okay, because... Wait, you just see the shots at Arcdura, and you just, gla- you just gloss over it. You're mm-hmm. not a big believer in Arcdura? I mean, no, you, you of all people. Oh, no, I'm a fake Arcdura player. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I, I'm very opportunistic about Arctura. I played that deck three times in my life, uh, and like, I definitely like, played into the Arctura jokes at, at UIC. But I, I can't play that deck. I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, <laughs> wait, time, wait, Alex. Twenty minutes ago, we talked about you know playing things that you enjoy playing that are fun, you know, but they're still good the, decks. The, the Vulpix variant was fun because it was Vulpix, and people were like, "What okay. does this card do?" Like, <laughs> that was fun. People were like, "What is uh, this? What? what is this?" Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that—that's fun to me. Uh, current Arctura, oh my god, it's so boring. Like, I don't want to do this. It's so. It, uh, it's inconsistent too. Like it is your discovery is. cute nonsense is just bad. It's not bad, but it doesn't feel the same. Um, I, I enjoy Colrus, and when we cut Colrus, I hated Dura again. So I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would consider Arc Dura like a very okay play for day one. Very good for day two, but not for day one. Um, your best matchups don't exist, or they're in lower numbers, and you have to deal with. That lovely thing called Giratina V-Star, which Arctina is a very good play. Um, Judge Path, Iona Path, very obnoxious, very good at stealing games very fast. Um, apparently you don't tie when your opponent doesn't play the game. Um, so, like, Arctina is a good play. Anything that can Judge Path is probably a decent play. Um, and, like, this is going to sound stupid, but United Wings is a very good day one play. Um, because Lost Box is a bad play. Like anyone playing Lost Box, you're coping if you're playing Lost Box in day one. Um, so like your worst matchup just disappeared. I get for the most part. Like the meta share shouldn't exist. You still beat Guardi. You still beat Lugia. You still beat Arceus. Except you, you beat me. You beat me. 
You don't. You, beat a lot you of struggle decks. against Dura, though, right? Throughout the uh, Dura's a pretty bad matchup. Uh, Lost City's the issue, um, but like you can kind of win the game. Galad is still stupid. It does things. Um, it's very weird. There is also like like my friend Josh. He beat multiple Dura NAC because their deck just went mm, Alakazam passed. Like <laughs> you're one right. in three games, it just doesn't play the game. <laughs> you're right. So like. You steal one game and then you beat them another. Like, so like Arctur is fine. Uh, what else? The Arc Umbreon plus X thing deck. It's okay. I mean, it beats stuff. Uh, again, you're losing your best matchups, but you're at least a different deck. Um, yeah. I mean, what about things like Maridon, Chien Pao? Right oh, Pao is the worst deck in format. Um, yes. yes that that deck is so bad. I, I'm sorry to all my friends who like it, but it's bad. Um, Stupid. I knew I wasn't I knew I knew wasn't wrong, man. I knew it. That, that, that deck scoops to Lost Box if they have a brain. Um, <laughs> like, I I said that, and just Lost Box is a bad play for day one. So, like, in theory, Pao may be decent at day one worlds, but the deck sucks. You you take a bunch of 50-50s when your deck functions. You function maybe 70% of the time. 70%? And, uh, that's really generous, I know. That's, yes. Um, right. So, like, anyone playing Shen Pao, you're already trying to run hot, and then you're taking average matchup spreads. Like, you don't have amazing matchups into anything. Uh, like, like, your deck is so fragile. I go boss, you go, oh, no. This man's like, preaching. I don't know, oh, Chen Pao is bad. Uh, oh what was the other deck? That's exactly how I feel about it. Oh my oh, gosh. Well, Maridon is blue, uh, yellow Chen Pao. But... <laughs> yeah. wait, 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 time out. Take the blue pill or take the yellow pill, which one Wait a minute, it? wait a minute. I gotta defend Maridon a little bit. Uh, Maridon... I am pro Maridon over Chen Pao, for the record. I am too, um, but I still think Maridon doesn't have as many moving parts as Chen Pao. Oh, correct, yeah. So I could easily just go, hey, generator, hey, look, I found energy. I, have to, I still have to run hot. I still have to get lucky and, you know, I only operate, you know, correctly... 85% of the time. But mm -hmm. no. if I if I hit one generator, I'm good to go, at least for that turn. Next turn, I'm throwing my hands up like, hopefully I hit another one. But I mean, at least that one turn, I'm getting off, you know, Raikou, I'm getting off Maridon, something like that. So I feel like Maridon can go burr. And if you get hot enough, you get lucky enough, you can do okay. Mm -hmm. Chin Pado has so many move, moving parts where if you, okay, I have everything set up, but I don't have enough energy. I have enough energy, but I'm still missing my Baxcalibur. Oh, I didn't get my uh, Irida, so I missed, it's just... It's too much going on with, with Chin Pao, I think. I, I agree with you on that, but I got to defend Maridon a little bit. No, Maridon, there's a reason Maridon went 8 1 in NAIC. Like, it's the same reason Birds did. Like, <laughs> it hit the right matchups, it went ran hot a little bit, and, mm -hmm. like, it, it beats things sometimes. Um, but would I stake my day one Worlds run on Maridon? I don't know. Probably know, not. Right? Imagine. <laughs> um, like,. The thing about day one is, like, you're playing a tournament to get to play in the actual tournament. Mm -hmm. So, like, you have to run the gauntlet twice, basically. Maridon's not good. Like, if you make, like, you need to pick a deck that gives you the best odds of making it out of the first gauntlet. And then you play the crazy deck. Like, you put, then you play the run hot. Because the thing about day two worlds is players are all generally very good at the game. You're going to need some form of luck on your side. Like, 
So we play crazy things. Like we Day Two Worlds has like an ungodly number of crushing hammer compared to every other event in the game. Um like cards like that. Like you need to run hot to win the event. Um Day one, that's not necessarily true. So like you play a consistent deck that has good matchups and maybe you'll just make day two like naturally. You don't wanna run the run hot gauntlet twice. Yeah, because then just odds aren't in your favor to do it two times either. <laughs> Makes sense. The consistency factor for day one versus day two really makes a big difference. Then. Sorry, I'm in the I'm in the the, the Alex fog. <laughs> you're, you're, he, you're soaking bro, up this all is... the information. What'd you say? You're yeah, so yeah, yeah. This is it's just it's. I agree with so much, and what you're saying makes so much sense. And just, bro, you should write a book, man. I do write. Gazer, maybe you should get some coaching. <laughs> I might oh. need to. I just, I wish, like, I wish Alex wrote articles somewhere. That'd be so great, man. Oh, uh, what's my hyperlink? AlexShemansky.substack.com? <laughs> no way. Quick plug. There you go. I got you. See, he sees somebody. He feeds into the plugs. You just look at me, just just shake your head. Yeah, come on, Steven. Okay, Gazer. <laughs> okay. But no, Alex, what you're saying is, is, is so true. I completely agree. Um, I have yet to day two myself, but I can only imagine if I played Maridon or you know something that has to run hot, and I run hot for that you know that first day one, and then day two everything just bricks and goes terrible and goes cold, and I could I would feel sad and, and just cry. So I can only imagine what that you know what that's like at the highest you know stakes of the season mm -hmm. with some of the best players of the season. So that must be completely difficult. Um, what you mentioned about skill gap though is it's true, it's true. If we're playing the same deck and it's a mirror match. Um, it's going to depend on who makes better plays and who can see, you know, the next play coming. And it, it's 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 true. I've ran into a few mirror matches where I was, you know, outskilled myself. I also ran into a few where I outskilled a player. So I'm like, okay, I, this is this is the the, uh, the the evolution of you know trying to become a good top player. I don't really don't have a lot for stonks this time around. Uh, prices have been Nothing? pretty quiet in general for like playable stuff. A lot of it's been very well, cheap. Stupid. Except... You didn't explain to the to the audience what stonks is, oh man. God. Go ahead, Gazer. Explain. Well, if you guys don't know, Stonks is the other segment of the, the podcast where we talk about the playability-wise or the price-wise of cards that, you know, are rising or falling or declining or, you know, uh, inclining, if you will. Um, usually, Subin covers the uh, more so financial side of cards. I cover more so playability, and our guest covers whatever they feel like it. So, Subin, you you notice something spike up a little bit? What's, what's going on here? What have you seen? Uh, I feel like this is the card I talk about almost all the time anymore is Four Seal Stone. Uh, they're $15. I thought they were 10. They're $15. Trending closer I to 20. Uh, I should have bought so many more. <laughs> it, I have so many other than Steel Stones as proxies. At, the, at this exact moment, the lowest listing on TCG players is $13 with the dollar shipping. Mm. And not a lot of sellers have multiple copies either. The ones that do are charging closer to $16, $17 a piece. So. Definitely, if you've missed the $10 and under wagon on these things, I think um, it's only going to go even higher from here until it eventually, what, we have, what, two years plus, give or take, with the card? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. yeah. And there will be Vs in existence in the format with it the entire time. So it's not going to go anywhere right. other than up. We can only pray for a trainer's toolkit. And they had the perfect opportunity with the Arceus one this year. But I mean, they, they would have to make that, what, non-hollow? 
I mean, fine. Yeah. That most people would prefer it to I mean, be non-hollow at the same time as well. They just just make the stone the Luminiana or the Crobat or the Arceus. Yeah. Is it Arceus? Like, it's, the, so it's, it's the flagship card in the box. Yeah, it's a valid point. Yeah. So make, you, make, you make all three you, stones cards. How do you ever... Oh, 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 oh. Okay, oh, I'm with you on that yeah. one. Okay. I mean, the other two don't necessarily need the, the reprint, but this... But imagine he's, if you had one box with two four seal stones, though. He's right. Make all three. Yeah. All three yeah. stones. He's this. This guy's smart. I like this Alex guy, man. Mm. Oh, Gazer. <laughs> what do you have for us, Gazer? Do you have any um, uh, playability stonks that you're almost always wrong on? I, I was right on a Duraladon a few months back. Remember that? You weren't very specific. You just said Duraladon. You didn't say like with what flavor i just said dura man i was i was right okay i was right <laughs> um one card to keep your eye out on i feel like decks are gonna start talking uh, teching in lost vacuum a little bit more or some form of stadium bump we're gonna see some form of stadium bump pop up a little bit more um i feel like guardy i know it's a, it's a slower it's a come from behind kind of slower pace deck but i still feel like is still going to see play in Worlds. Lost Box, maybe not so much, but I feel like Guardi will, just because people feel like, okay, I can uh, lose a couple turns and I can just overpower you you know, to win the rest of the game. And the scary thing about Guardi is it's fragile. You know, if you put down a path to the peak, they're in danger. So I feel like Guardi's going to play a little you know, more stadium. But they, already, they already played a worker, don't they? Mm-hmm. So I feel like you know, you'll know you see you know, maybe a second worker. Maybe you'll see a, a, a lost vacuum, some form of extra stadium bump. On top of that, if Guardi puts down a Temple Sinnoh, there's a few decks. I'm looking at you, Alex, and your birds. They get kind of like, what do I do now? Hmm? So I feel like, you, you know, even... <laughs> I have dark energy. I don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, birds doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. I play stadiums and dark energy. Um... Yeah, there's collapse stadium in there, so. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like, you know, we're going to see some. The, the stadium war is going to be real. I feel like heading into worlds. You're going to see, you know, bumps going back and forth and, getting, you know, getting cars out the way. I feel like without Lost Box, I, I just don't feel like Lost Box will be like super huge during that day one battle. So I feel like, you know, Stadium War is going to be like, you know, clashing back and forth. So I, I, I lost vacuum. I don't know. Or just Stadium Bumps in general, I feel like. Alex, I'm probably wrong any, on this one, aren't I? Do you probably have any uh, thoughts on that at all? Or to counter I mean, him? I mean, Stadium Bumps are always good. Um, I, I think in general, watch out for expanded cards coming back and raising in prices, oh, y'all. Computer search. That, that's, a, that's a thing. Uh, we don't know if it's a real thing, but like when someone schedules a league challenge and expand it and you have to play, it's going to feel really bad when you don't have computer search. Computer search. When you have to turn around and use a, a, a master ball instead of computer search, right? you'll be shaking your head like, oh, man. I will say as, no. a, as, a, as, as a TO here, I can't pick expanded as an option when I sanction. I, I just sanctioned my cup today and I cannot pick expanded as an option. So it might I be a skill issue, assuming. I don't know if it was because uh, this is uh, what St- uh, Stefan said. It was this. European. Yeah, it was Europe. So maybe something else is going on there, where it's whatever. But I uh, today when I sanctioned my cup, I did not have access to choose expanded, nor would I. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, our our local player base in the area definitely does not have the expanded cards. So they would just get farmed by uh, travelers. 
I mean, the reason to uh, sanction expanded is you have a league full of players who don't understand legality, mm-hmm. and you want them all to be able to play. So you just sanction the thing where they can all play. Um, like I actually expect if expanded ex- is a thing, that's going to pop up fairly often. Um, like I know a few leagues in Michigan who will shit sanction expanded league challenges so more people can play. Just so people can come in and play. You know, I, I don't yeah. have all these you know new newfangled standard cards, but I have my old trusty Picaram. This is what I have right here. Not even that, just like just like the pseudo theme decks. Like mm-hmm. they show up for league play, they do their thing, they have deregulation mark cards in their deck, and oh no, they can't play the challenge because their deck's not legal. Like I suspect there will be a few leagues out there who would love to avoid that issue. Yeah, more, Here, buddy, more take people playing uh, there's more money in the store's pocket and Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Here, buddy, we could sell you this uh this this V battle deck with Shadow Rider. You can play in this league challenge. Here you go, friend. Yeah. So I just sold a battle deck that I, that wasn't moving off the shelves anyway, and someone paid for a challenge too. Yeah, makes sense. But oh yeah, the A specs, uh, dowsing machine, computer search, uh, master ball, man, master ball. Please tell me where it would be more appropriate to play master ball over. It's not. Uh, computer saying, search or dowsing it's machine. It's not, but people won't be able to afford computer search or dowsing machines, so they're going to go to Master Ball. I get one Apex. Let me get that Master Ball on, on, on the shelf right there. Let me get that Master Ball from the glass. So the only, the only, uh, I think the only ones we have in our store in terms of Apex, I think we have a victory piece. Oh, and, I about that card. Uh, a gold potion. And what's what was, what, was the, what was the Curum one? What was the Curum one for Curum? Oh, jeez. The, the crystal piece, crystal wall, something. I think, I think something crystal. Yeah, uh, crystal walls one. I think crystal shield. I don't know. It's been so long, and they've been so irrelevant forever. No right. one knows what computer search is the best. Then dowsing machine, and then scoop up cyclone. Scoop up on life do. Um, oh, about life do. Yeah, life do is fun. Life do is insane. Life is fun. Yeah, that's fun. Like ten years ago, rock guard was decent. Uh, but then we power crept it. Whoops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoops. Uh-oh. Yeah. Hey, bring back Apex Pokemon. And also bring back uh, Team Flare gear. Give us, uh, like give us an expanded oh. trainer's toolkit. And then I would say, cool, have fun with expanded. Right. <laughs> but we've been... I think people have wanted something like that for the longest time. And we just... We'll never get mm-hmm. it. I don't think. We never got it. <clears throat> That'd be kind of cool. What would the, the flagship Pokemon be in that one? Tropical Beach. What? Uh, <laughs> Yo. Okay. Not a Pokemon. A car. Okay. Tropical Beach. Here it is. Everyone gets one. That would be huge. Oh. That would be huge. Right. Nah, they would never. They would ban Beach first. <laughs> then print it again. Hey, oh, yeah. We'll put it in a prize pack series five. Here you go. Actually, that would be a good way of handling expanded cards if they wanted to do expand. Uh-huh. Put them in prize. Yeah, that's what I thought four. they were doing when they started that. Mm-hmm. I thought they were doing that, uh, and then it was just standard things with a stamp. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that stamp go crazy though. You put a stamp on that Umbreon, and all of a sudden it's selling for hundreds of dollars. So right, <laughs> that stamp go crazy. Um, so that was our stonk segment. Um, Steuben, do we have Q and A? We do, but would you like to do your your scam first? Bro, it's it's for the very end, Steuben. I, right. I know you're excited right. for it now. I, I know I, you're excited. I'm, I'm not excited for it. I just want to get it over with. I just want to get it over with, Gazer. We have a game coming up, Alex. It's called uh, "Where They From." Steuben hates it, but everyone else loves it. That's awful. Oh boy. 
I hate everything though. I don't know if you can't tell or <laughs> by now. <laughs> no, I don't hate everything. Oh, someone will take that seriously. Right. All right. We have questions and some of them are memes. Some of them are dreams. Some of them are <laughs> gazer beams. And this one is from King Turk. How are people finding Turk. success with decks that play many one ups for trainers, supporter counts, etc.? I mean, they probably check. <laughs> like, I mean, one of them are fine. Best of three exist. Uh, know your deck, know your techs, know how to play your deck. You'd be impressed by how few people know how to actually play their deck sometimes. Um, so it's like, if you know what you're doing, all those one ofs are fine. They all do. They all serve a purpose. That's true. Okay, that's so true. Um, I can attest to that a little bit. I played Guardi for a two for two regionals. Um, one of them I picked up what a top two or top one twenty eight. The other one, I I didn't get any points for it. But uh, I had a couple texts in there that I just I knew what they were for. I knew how to use them. Knew when I needed them, and you know knew what matches I needed them for, and. When I dropped them, a few of the opponents were like, whoa, you have that in there? And then, you know, after I did it, they're like, oh, I get it. I see why. It's like for one one instance in my Guardi, I mean my Guardi, my uh, Gudra, I had uh, Irida. And no one understood it at first. I said, hey, those turns where, you know, I'm I like, I can't get an attack off, I grab a quick cramp. Or I can grab Luminion, grab a supporter for the next turn, you know, hopefully I don't get judged. And then I just uh, have Luminion opera turn its way out of there, pick up a knockout on your cramp. And it it came in handy a few times. So and it, it was a one of, and it, you know the times I didn't need, I just tossed it, got rid of it. But Alex, you're right, man. It makes it makes a big deal when you know your deck and you know your matchups, you know your cards, you know what's in there, you know when you need it, what you don't need. And one ofs aren't particularly a terrible thing. It sucks when you can't find them since we don't have you know uh, Intellion running around here anymore. But one ofs aren't terrible. Right. Nah, just put a one of echoing horn in literally anything, and you'll win like more games. Yeah, the power of echoing. I'm horn not getting like yeah. people don't play around echoing horn. They just don't. I they don't. Surely like... don't. I do not. I've it, been horned so for game a few times. It's. I've been horned for games a few times. I was like, okay, I got game wrapped up next turn, and they horned me, and they won. So yep. yeah, you're right. <laughs> Very valid. All right. Next question is from Weiss on Ice. Does Gardevoir have any other room to innovate that isn't a wacky variant? I mean. I'm sure it'll, like, change a few cards here and there, but I don't see Guardi, like, changing the deck itself very much. Um, he might change what stadium you play once in a while. Like, I think we've all kind of got to the point where we're playing Artisan in Guardi and we're playing A-Clap Stadium in Guardi. Um, will Champions Festival ever see play? Who knows? <laughs> but, like, it, it's something that could happen, but I don't expect Guardi to, like, improve much beyond what it already has um i think you're right the list the only, is so tight like you yeah. don't have the consistency to play around with the only thing i could see that people might lean towards is a uh, maybe the the drift loom that's that's all I could right see. and i mean that variant just works in the lost box and i mean I, I maybe agree. at world but, like it's not good enough yeah I, I agree it's not that great um we had a buddy though professor jj he actually uh, made day two in naic with it with the drift loom mm -hmm. and i and he said he had drift like bro what are, you, what are you doing stop that i said it's not too late you know change your deck list and he day two to it and he proved me wrong so shout out to jj but um yeah I, that's something i could see that's like 
someone might, and I guess you can even call that wacky, but someone might just add that in there and, you know, say, hey, this is this is the tech right here, and it might work for them. It might not. I don't know. But as for anything out, out of left field, I don't see anything like that. Do you, still? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe people could play, like, some weird, like, V, VMAX tech or something. And, but even then, like, what all I mean, would be good? For a second, we saw, what, Mimic EX pop up to deal with. Uh, <laughs> that was so bad. Yeah, for a second. That was the EX. worst um, counter to Everyone was cover. afraid of, yeah, everyone was afraid of Bullpix. Yeah. What else have we seen? Um, I think that's it, isn't it? There's the Mewtwo variant. With the the V Union, oh, the even, Union. even oh. then, like that's not really that like thing. surprising. Now it's kind of a known thing, yeah. and yeah, but I think we've already seen all the innovation. We'll see out of Guardi. Like uh, the Australians played two collapse, two worker, two Zashi and V. Like I mean, that was innovation, but like it's still Guardi. It still does what it does. <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah. super changed in there. Like that, you know, made it completely different. Like the lines of play didn't really. Yeah, basically. Diverge. This is uh, this this card. I know what it does. I know what it's for. Now I have two of them. That's all it is. Um, I was playing a uh, Gabe Smart in one of the first uh, cups here when, when you know when Guardy came out, and I had Gudra. It was a bad matchup. I said, "Hey, if I can get past his one Zashian, I'm fine." Turns out he had two Zashian. That was the first time I seen two. I was like, two Zashian? What? What are you doing? T- two? You can't have two of those." But you know now it's like standard. You see two Zashian. You see, um. Oh, you see a worker, but maybe now you start seeing two. But as far as like a, a teched out, just, oh, my gosh, we didn't see that coming in, in Guardi? Ah, I don't see anything. All right, next question. This one is kind of a meme from our friend Sombra. How tall is Gazer? Um, okay, okay, Soms. All right, Mombra. <laughs> uh, you guys met me in person finally. You guys want to answer that question? Yeah, what do you guys you're, believe? You're one half of a Sombra. And height wise, bro, chill. <laughs> um, I, I don't pay attention to people's height when I meet them. Uh, it's hard enough remembering faces. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Did you even recognize me when I said, Hey, Alex? I, 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 yes, I knew it was you based on your voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, oh, that's Gazer. Okay, no, I'm extremely short. And I talked about this. And Subin, you're not too much taller than me, but you are taller than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only 5'7. Psalms, Sombra's like what, like six foot seven? I don't know about that specifically. I don't think but, that tall, but they're definitely <laughs> taller than than us for sure. It was great to meet Psalms, and I, yeah, I was uh doing an interview with Claire's Lair, and then Psalms walked by, and I was like Psalms, and yeah, and I went, we hugged, we talked a little bit, and it was it was cool. And she's like, "Wow, you are short." I'm like, "I told you." <laughs> See, it was it was great to meet them. That was cool, but uh, yeah, Psalms, I'm I'm I'm, I'm short. <laughs> I got a question. It's from uh, our friend, our other friend, Vulcan Turtle, who I also met at NAIC. Great time to meet people. Um, Vulcan asks, will Alex win Worlds? Sure. I mean, yeah, definitely. I'm definitely winning <laughs> sure. Worlds. Uh-huh. I definitely test enough to win Worlds. Uh, <laughs> I'll pretend I can win Worlds, yeah. <laughs> you got to fake it till you make it sometimes. Yeah. All right, that's it for Q&A. Uh, go ahead, Gazer. Get it over with. Oh, boy. Okay, let me pull up uh, some Pokédex entries. So what this game is, Alex, it's a game that's sweeping the nation. Everyone loves it except for Subin. Um, everyone can't stop talking about it. This is called Where Are They From? What's going to happen here, I'm going to ask you about a few Pokémon from, uh, you know, maybe some forgotten ones, you know, ones that, you know, you kind of like, you know, like, oh, yeah, I forgot that was a Pokémon. And I'm going to ask you if you can tell me what region they're from. Or you can say Generation. I'm so going to say, say Gen, yeah. I don't know region yeah. there. You can say Gen or region, whatever works. Um, you have to answer this very quickly, within a, you know, within a second and a half or so. Um, 
If not, then it's going to count as a just incorrect answer. Sue, when you have the buzzer ready? Uh, no. I don't. So Sue, and go ahead and prep the buzzer and prep the, the yay with the kids. Oh, that part. I hate you. Well, Sue, just do the yay for us. Just do it yourself. Okay. Right. If he gets it right, go yay. And if he gets it wrong, just go and. You know, you're, you're the sound effects. I'm now. as ready as I can never be for this. <laughs> never. He hates this one. I don't I know why. So but um, <laughs> what we're doing so here at the end of the season, whoever has the highest score will uh, win a free trip to Dairy Queen from myself and Steuben. We will uh, meet up with you guys and go to Dairy Queen. So it's going to be a good, it's going to be a good time. Isn't that right, Steuben? I do like Dairy Queen. So there it is. That's what's <laughs> happening. So uh, three, three Pokemon. Let me pick a Pokemon for you. Dairy Queen has the best uh, underrated food. They, they really do. It's like when I was like, yeah. I need to ask a question. How many generations do we currently have in Pokemon? <laughs> I cannot answer that question for you. That'd be giving you too uh -oh. much information. <laughs> oh, man. No. Here we go. Oh, 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 for three. Here it comes. <laughs> All right, Alex. First Pokemon. Chatot. Four. Oh. That's How'd you know yeah. that? I'll chat. I'm a Diamond and Pearl child. I can live with that. Okay. <laughs> what do you tell us on Gen 5? I, I played it. I can live with that. That's fair enough. It's there. I played it. I looked at Baku it. Baku 2 is a really good game. Oh, come on, man. I mean, I, the game's okay, but the, the Pokemon are so bad. True. Oh, okay. I like this Alex guy. No, the Pokemon sucked. The game is really good. Okay. All right. Um, oh, That's too easy. I can't give you that one. That's way too easy. Hold on. Let me find someone different. I had one because it's a forgotten Pokemon, but, you know, once you hear it, you're like, oh, that's from there. Like, watch. If I said Smoochum, that's Gen 2. Yeah, see, that's too easy. No one thinks about Smoochum. Have you ever thought about like, Smoochum, like, in the last... I deserve a point for that one. No, that was just like the... No. <laughs> oh, he said it in Pokemon name. I deserve that. Yep. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and override it as a veto, and yeah, we'll count <laughs> We'll count that as a yes. Well, he's two for two, then. I, I guess that happened. Okay. Um, Last Pokemon. Ice Q. Oh, no, Nine. I'm sorry, Alex. That is incorrect. It's eight, yeah. Ice Cube's Gen eight. Yes, yes. If you said Gen seven, I probably would have like, yeah, that's close. But Gen nine, Gen nine just I don't came know. out. See, I, I thought uh, that's why I asked how many gens there were. I didn't know if the whatever we just played was nine or ten. Um, I knew like, Ice Cube was last gen. It's like I just play the cards, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. Just I just play the what cards it, when they come out. What is that region even called? The new one, Galler. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, Galler. Okay. Galler. I first thing like, what is that region called? See? <laughs> Johto? Uh, oh, no, no. Kanto, Johto, Hoenn, Sinnoh, Unova. Oh, yeah. Kalos. Uh, Kalos. I almost uh, said Alola. Uh, Kalos, Alola. Alola. Galler. Spain. Paldea. It's Spain. in the name of the Paldea. last <laughs> set. <Paldea. Dingus. laughs> Paldea, that's right. Oh. <laughs> uh. I forgot about Kalos and Paldea. That's crazy. <laughs> but that was our game. Who, or, or not, uh, where, where are they from? Uh, Alex, you were two for three. Unfortunately, our highest record is three for three. So you will not oh, no. be uh, having that dinner with myself and Steuben. So more Dairy Queen for us. Yeah, hmm. I'll, I'll still buy you a Blizzard, bro. It's fine. <laughs> can't, can't, Stu. Can't beat a Blizzard. That Blizzard, oh man. <clears throat> the Chocolate Extreme, that's my favorite, man. Subin, I think we're about finished here. Are we missing anything? Uh, every bullet so far. Wait, what? No, I'm kidding. 
chill, bro. Relax. It's a, it's a joke. It's from uh, Married with Children. You don't remember that? You're old enough to know. You calling me old, bro? Yeah, we're old. I'll fight you. We're okay. That worked yeah, just out. Like, just, like I, yeah. just like I fought Nick. Yeah. yeah, just like you, you fought Nick. Totally. <laughs> I like the mods. That was that was so good. He said you have a zero percent chance. I said zero percent. I like the mods. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, Alex, this is the end of the 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 the, the pod where we let you uh, do your thing, man. So ramble on. Uh, give us all your plugs, your shout outs, uh, whatever you want to say. This the floor is yours. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Go check out the Shuffle Squad. They sponsor me. They're great. Uh, and all their associated sponsors. Lots of them. I don't actually know them off the top of my head. Ultimate Guard's the big one. We like them. Um, shout out to like all my friends. Ones. Just And just in general, my friends are really great. They're a great <laughs> testing group. We're cool. Um, Ultimate Guard. I too. Alex.shemansky.substack.com I write articles. I'm good at it. Um, and Metify. I coach. Uh, you can message me on or off platform. We can schedule either way. Uh, it's cheaper if you do it off platform. Hint, hint. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. That was the funniest uh, plug outro we've had here, man. That's <laughs> I'm so tired and I'm just getting over sick, being sick. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it, man. That's, that's great. Ah. Uh. Steven, any final thoughts, man? No, that was... Uh, <clears throat> everything was very insightful. This was a lot of fun, as always. Every episode is almost always fun. Have we had an unfun episode? Um, I mean, he can't answer that. You're, he, you're right, he can't. I <laughs> can. The most, fun, okay, the most fun episodes are the ones that Gazer's not here. Those are the whoa, best. Whoa, relax. The whole two, The whole two of them. Who said that? Well, who said That's this? That's my opinion. I said this. <laughs> well, in my opinion, the best episode was the one where you didn't talk a lot. So how's that? Was it the one I didn't have a voice? <laughs> I, lost, I think I lost, I, uh, lost my voice. This is a, this is a great episode. Let me be real with you, Alex. This is a great episode. Um, because we got some laughs in, but we also just you're just you're just in, your insight is great, man. The episode we had with with uh, Grant was up there too. Um, just you guys have some great insight. So these are some great episodes. It's like free coaching. I, do I have to pay you for this? Nah. <laughs> oh, man. It feels like it. Subin, lock this episode behind a Patreon, man. We gotta, we gotta charge for this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This one's too good. Yeah, okay. Totally. <laughs> yeah, we'll put that in the uh, subscriber tier. Uh, so feel free to support us. That no, I'm kidding. We're not doing that. No, but if you do <laughs> want to support us, please go uh, check out Dark Side Games. Use the code G O W ten to get ten percent off your singles. Uh, go show them some love on all their socials. Uh, we'll Please have all of Alex's plugs and everything down in the show notes in the description and all that kind of stuff. Also, shout out to Quality Patch uh, for partnering up with me. Uh, you can type in Steuben for 10% off your order there. I get 10% of every sale as well. So that's a very go. generous partnership Congrats. program. So please go buy their merch. My shirt hasn't shown up yet, but I will totally be wearing it on the pod as soon as I can. So link will be down in the description and show notes as well uh but yeah that's, can you get me one you can buy one so you can't get me one or no, you, you can or you won't if i get anything it's mine <laughs> i like clothes um unfair it's fair enough alex if you want to come out to that 3k at uh dark side games let me know man i'll buy you dairy queen <laughs> i will consider it if there's no cuffs in my state 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, two thousand dollars. And then the funny thing is, there's a challenge the next day. So just make it a weekend, man. Just come out. It's one yeah. event, right? What'd you say? It's a one day event, right? One day event. But I mean, the next day is a, there's a oh. challenge. Pick up some points. Okay, so I could fly out Friday, fly right at home. Yeah. And, cool. and, you're, and you're flying to Vegas, and it, the flights right? to and from Vegas are very cheap. So mm. they are big tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. You never know. I do stupid things all the time. That's viable. Do it. If I'm casting them, you're going to be my first cast game, man. The first stream game. <laughs> you're going to be the stream game the, the, the whole time. I'm, I'm making I'm making that right now. That's happening. I have not won a game of Pokemon outside of coaching since NAIC, so like <laughs> that might be dangerous. I mean, oh, wait, that's why you did it. That's why you did a challenge, huh? So that's right. I did I like, How many games have you I played? Did... You did a challenge. I, I've played four actual games of Pokemon, and I have taken... Uh, the real ones I literally did not attack. Um, it was fun. What were you playing? Uh, I was playing Arc Drago. It was so, just bad. Well, they, well, they were, that's well, okay. Yeah. What, yeah so, yeah, quick I, question before we before we get out of here: Why do Arc decks break so hard? Like, what? Explain it to me. I don't. I, don't, I can't understand it. It doesn't make any logical sense. Um, okay, I knew it wasn't me. I just couldn't wrap my head around. It. I knew it wasn't just me. You, you need a, a a guy, and you need an energy, and uh, apparently that's really hard. Uh yeah. That's like the only Arcus. deck that feels okay to go Arceus attach pass. That's like the only deck that feels okay to do that. But mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't happen so many times. And sometimes you go Drago attach pass and sometimes you go uh, Irrelevant some, attach you pass. Just go, no, you just go pass and you don't have energy and you just lose. Sometimes you go, yeah, you go Radiant Alakazam pass and just Oh, why is it why does it break? You go Badoof pass and I don't get it. I can't, I don't understand. A lot of my wins from a the regionals I played in was just Arceus just going, okay, pass, and spinning around in a circle and not doing anything. And then um, one of the games I lost, I felt so bad. My lost box, my it bricked on me. But at the same time, Arceus was bricked. So we're just going back and forth. They're like Abyss Seeking, and I go one flower selecting, and I pass. And they go Abyss Seeking, and I go one flower selecting, and they pass. And we're just, no one's doing anything. And I'm like, we aren't doing anything. So I don't get why Arceus is so, ugh. But yeah. It's the best and worst deck. I couldn't figure it. I thought you had insight on it. Okay. Well, after Gazer's uh, officially taken us the time and uh, stalled out another round here, uh, <laughs> this is why Gazer, you go to time every round. Not, not every round. Okay, not every round. okay, almost, mm. most, yeah, almost, most of the rounds. That's so you're right. Yeah, you're well, let's get on out of here. Uh, thank you again <laughs> for joining us, and of course, like I said, all the plugs and show notes stuff will be in there. So please mm-hmm. go click the links, follow them on all the socials, and support everything that we've mentioned multiple times this evening so that'll do it from us here at the gust of wind thank you once again for listening leave a review on your favorite audio platform see you later